Well, a bright and sunny hello, happy afternoon. This is Two Sisters. And a book. And this is Carol Sue on Sunday, and we're vibing. And this is AKA Naughty Boss and Janice Malillo, AKA known as The Wellness Diva. And we are recording on our app on Anchor. And as I'm firing up the Zoom to live, Facebook. Carol, so why don't you give us an update? Well, first off, before I give an update, what is today? Today is my birthday. It's your birthday. It's your birthday. It's your birthday. Yes, Janice, it's her, it's her birthday. So it's happy birthday to my younger sister, since she's going to tell you that. Anyways, I'll just mind. I'll spill the beans. But the significance of, you know, that what we, how we came together is officially starts today because... I turned 62, born in the year 58, did that in January. Janice turned 58 today, and she's born in the year of 62. And that is how Two Sisters was formed. So today commences that it's a done deal. It is said, it is done, it is in the universe. Boom. How cool is that? 5862, and things are starting to fire up on this end. And I just have to click a few more buttons. Yep, I don't so. see that red light yet, but we're gonna be, folks, we're gonna be seeing that very shortly. And, you, oh, and there it is. Just as I said, you put it out in the universe and there it is, that red light. We are live on Facebook right now. This is Two Sisters. And a book. So, lots of great things as we know happening. And we're so excited. Um, Obviously, today is my birthday. I'm very excited. You know, I heard from my son, Ryan Scott. So good to see his voice. I also heard from my stepson, Brett. And, um, you know, just a lot of accolades. I haven't even been on Facebook really um, all that much yet. And I promise that I will, you know, respond to all the, the messages. And I, I just feel so blessed right now. So have you already broken up the champagne or what's going on? It's, it's Sunday. It's the first day of the week. We've got amazing, amazing guests that we're going to introduce shortly. It's Sunday. A lot of people do not realize, you know, this is the actual first day of the week, right? And it happens to be your birthday. So what are you doing, sister? What are you going to be doing for your birthday? Well, my bestie from high school, Eileen, and her hubby, Joe, will be coming over at 2 o'clock with some pizza. So we're real excited about that. And I am actually, uh, I'm not drinking per se. <laughs> I have my um, bubbly seltzer. So, yeah, that's, you know, I just can't wait. You know, it'll be nice to see, because I haven't really seen anybody, you know? No, I hear you. So you make sure that you do uh, like a Facebook messenger or something when they're there. So anywho, let's give uh, our audience a little teaser as to what is going on. It's such a huge day today. Mm-hmm. We have, you know, it's so funny, We Janice and I often talk about what these last eight, ten weeks have been for so many, so many people in different aspects of our life, whether it's a young mom, whether it's somebody that's taking care of a loved one, whether you're homebound, and what inspires us on a daily basis is listening and hearing and actually getting to chatting with people and, and find out how they're kind of navigating through this process. And I have to say that this guest that we're going to introduce, Jessica Jennison, First of all, she's a sweetheart. She cracks me up. 
Uh, she was probably one of the first people, you know, from, from a business perspective that I met within Vero Beach when I moved here. I was desperate for my nails to be done. And when I say she, I don't even like to use the word nail tech, because a lot of people call them nail tech. She's a nail artist. She, her passion is so, uh, it just shows up in all of her work and the time that she takes and the care, how she treats her clients is anything that I've ever experienced. And the last time I actually chatted with her before um, the actual COVID and everything really hit, you know, we chatted about, you know, just life and, and where we're going. And she said it was in a new salon and she really was just sharing her passion about, you know, what she loved. And then all of a sudden this thing hit and she was my, actually my first appoint, second appointment when the soft opening happened up. And I said, how are you managing? And, you know, just managing being a mom and homeschooling and this in business, how are you doing that? So without further ado, I'm going to introduce Jess. Jess is here Hi with guys. us and she, we are so blessed to have you here. You know, she's in the middle of this huge, huge deal going on in her life. And I wanted to share. So Jess, first of all, tell, tell our audience a little bit about your background, what you're passionate about. And then we're going to kind of lead into, you know, what the last few weeks have been like. So um, I've been doing nails for about 14 years. I started when I was in high school and um, I kind of just fell into it. I wanted to really do hair and um, hair didn't work out for me. I did it for nine months and called it quits and um, worked in a little store and uh, somebody had found me and asked me if I wanted to do nails and I was like, sure, why not? And I've never left the career since. Um, so with that being said, I've grown so much. I started from just doing regular manicures and pedicures and a little Asian salon in Port St. Lucie to now I'm about to open up my own salon in Euro Beach and it's a huge step and I'm super nervous if, if I be, if I can be honest, um, absolutely. You know, honestly, it's something that I've wanted to do, and the opportunity came up, and it was either I took it or I didn't. So, as a family, we're taking a lunge. Um, I'm a mom of three. I have an 11 year old and two four year old twins. And um, how do so you do it? We, we we really we want to dig in because you you're making this. Jan, can you imagine having twin four year olds and, and, and another child? In the midst of what is this craziness world, I mean, you've got, I'm sure, tons of questions for Jess. Oh, absolutely. You know, I can't even imagine how your day is structured only to say that, obviously, <clears throat> excuse me, being a busy mama and the, with the homeschooling aspect of that, how does, I'm curious to know, and I'm sure our readers are, how does that fit into your opening your salon i mean because you're you're going at both ends here how do you make it work for you and your family so let me backtrack um my son i, I don't know if any i'm sure everywhere has state testing florida state testing is taken very seriously down here um if you fail the third grade then you are held back um so when my son went into third grade I decided to homeschool him. So I homeschooled um, Caleb for a year and a half before all of this. Now, coming forward, we've learned a lot about homeschooling and how it's just done on their time and when they're ready and just kind of going about your daily life 
you know, when they're ready and just teaching them along the way, cooking, cleaning, you know, just every day going to the grocery store, everyday living, it all kind of just falls in, you know, um, into homeschooling realistically. Um, so what, when the pandemic hit, we were ready. We were ready to go. We, we knew what we had to do. It was great because the teachers put everything together for us. Um, to, and the kids just had to go online and click the links and just do the work. And I honestly, as long as we did the minimum, I wasn't going to overextend him because he does a lot of, um, he plays outside all the time. He, you know, he's a very active boy. So that was pretty easy for us to, to snap back into doing the homeschool thing. Wow. And when you made that decision to start your business, I'm sure there was just a whole list of stuff that you had to do. So tell me, like, how how did you find your office space? And, you know. So uh, the space that I found, I actually had looked at a year ago. Um, and at the time, it had already been been leased out so it was like okay no worries you know something will come something will come up this is this was actually that a year ago was the second time I had attempted to open up a a salon a nail salon um, on my own um so I was like you know it's just not the time and then the pandemic hit the the store that I was looking at the their lease was up they moved and I was like oh it's open. Let me contact the lady that owns the building and see if she's willing to lease it to me. And mm-hmm. so I did, and she was. All the neighbors that were there um, are, have known me from a previous, me being located in another salon in the plaza. Oh. And um, so I had already had an established connection with all the surrounding businesses. So it was really awesome. They all put in a great word for me. And um, that's kind of how it it happened, really. And to think that, you know, when you look back at these last eight to ten weeks, because where you were, I mean, that was a a brand new establishment as well. Oh, brand new. She just opened in January, and she's got a beautiful salon, and everybody that works there is super talented and just absolutely great. I really, Samantha owns Emboss and she's just absolutely wonderful. Yeah, and that's a great, a great location, great company as well. And, and I just, how to, you know, really kind of let our audience like feel your decision making. Like you're in the, you know, you're in the middle of this pandemic. You, 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 and thankfully so, you do have some, some experience already with homeschooling, but you're still managing the unknown, because at that point you really didn't know where you were going. You didn't know whether Emboss was going to reopen. Obviously, no the states idea. you've got to take those those different pivots mm-hmm. to reopen a business. Never mind. What was it that said, "This is it. This is my time." And I know this is going to sound crazy because people are not at work right now, and I'm signing on a dotted line for a lease to go out in the world and say, "This is me," and I'm all in. So, oh, the weekend before we opened I had come to the decision if we weren't opening on Monday I was going to public and uh going to work at a grocery store because we didn't know how things were going to happen and uh, I mean I just remained very positive through this whole thing and just enjoyed the time with my kids as much as I can and so 
when it came time for this opportunity to come up, I was just like, we just reopened. Like we, it was Monday. I found out about this space on a Tuesday. And by the following Wednesday, I was signing my lease. And it just happened just like that. I mean, it really wasn't, it it was like, okay, what are we going to do? And then a few things fell into place and we're like, okay, we're not in too bad of shape financially. Um, And we just, you know, we've been living with the bare minimums, you know, just like everybody else has, just struggling to, to get through. And the opportunity came up and the money came in and we're like, all right, let's do it. Now, my husband, he owns his own business as well, and he's a, he's a DJ, so our schedules are opposite. And so he's had brides reach out to him and say, hey, look, we're doing a backyard wedding. And so it's been great because now he's back working because people are doing at-home weddings instead of renting out the venues, which are still closed, and brides are still having to reschedule. Um, so that's kind of, yeah, I mean, it's just crazy how things just, fell right into place and you know the first two times it didn't happen it wasn't it wasn't ready you know like god wasn't ready for me to take this next step really what would you say to someone because you 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 put that so pointedly the way you just said that Mm -hmm. you know my time wasn't ready it wasn't in god's plan yet and and really when we turn it over and really understand that we're fully never in control but we also also have to take a leap of faith in, in our ability and our passions. So if you've got somebody that says who's been up that brick wall, like wants to take that leap and they've been turned down or the timing wasn't right or God forbid they're in a, in a pandemic or whatever it may be, what was the driving force for you to say, I'm going for it, I believe in myself, I can do this and not be discouraged on the past? How did you handle that? What would you tell that person? To go for it, because if you look back, you can fall back into the same spot that you were in and just keep cl- and climb the ladder all over again. Um, I, I was established in a salon in Port St. Lucie about three years ago, and at that point, I was driving 30 minutes to work, and I know to a lot of people that doesn't seem like a long time, but when you have a hurricane and people have to evacuate and you're stuck in traffic for two hours... It's not very fun driving home. It's only a 30-minute drive. Mm -hmm. So at that point, I had left there, and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to take the leap and rent a space. And so I rented a space inside one salon for a little while, and then a hairstylist had found me, and she goes, why are you in the back of this salon by the bathroom? She's like, you're too good for that, so let's go to this salon. So I had my own private room with my own private door, and I was like, oh, this is kind of nice. And then when Samantha opened up, it was like everywhere I went, I just grew a little bit more, and I became Mm. a little bit more confident. It's scary at first to make that initial, to go from commission, which is you know you're making 50% of whatever you make, to renting, because now you're committed to paying somebody rent, you know, for when you're open for business. And so that was that was that was a, a huge step at that time too because you got to buy all your products, you got to buy your table, you got to buy your light, you got to buy your pedicure station, you got to put everything together, and the supplies is what costs the most. So um, I just kind of bought a little as I went, and then when I was ready, I was like, okay, let's go. And so I did, 
And each time I've moved, I've grown a little bit more and I gain wonderful clients as I go. And instead of them just being clients, they become friends um, and they help. Oh my gosh, the amount of help that has been offered to me during this time has been amazing. Um, I had one client that had given us a, a gift card for, for to Publix because, you know, she knew I hadn't been working. And I was like, that is absolutely amazing. Like, I'm so blessed by so many people that I feel like the energy of the world just brings certain people to you. And I feel like everybody is put in front of me with a purpose. And so everywhere I go, I just grow a little bit more. And if you're going to take it, take the leap. There's no turning back. You, you have nothing to lose. You know, you, you really don't. Jan, ask a question. I, I my, my, my eyes are filling up with tears. I'm not no, going to lie. Well, you, you so know, happy for you. Jan, go ahead. Take it away. I'll you know, I don't really, I want to say this, and I, and I say this with love. I really don't think it was that you were stepping stones. You had a mountain in front of you, and you climbed up that mountain, not specifically with a plan, but no, really knowing where you wanted your direction to go. Right. And you had that faith, and you not only climbed that mountain, you crushed the fear. You crushed yeah, the fear. I definitely agree. Yeah, I mean, you know, a lot of people are not, there are some people out there that naturally have confidence, that just, it's part of their personality, it's a part of their nature, it's part of just who they are. But most people actually have to create confidence and you create it by the stepping stones and I firmly believe the, the different stepping stones that you took in your early career is not only as you said built that you know built your business built your clientele but it built you as a person with more yeah. confidence so you actually Absolutely. created your roadmap to confidence to get to where you where you are right now I Absolutely. am just so blown away I'm so <laughs> excited gosh Jan you got anything else you get like I'm just like I can't wait to, um, we're actually meeting tomorrow, and I'm so excited yeah. to, to sit down and chat with you about that, but you just exude, um, you're, you're going, we always talk about that stories, everyone has a story, we're all books, and we all have different journeys, different pivots, but we all have chapters in our lives, and you- My biggest thing, I definitely have to say, is the biggest lesson I have learned during this pandemic is honestly that you- we have no control. We really don't. Like each day we woke up, the guidelines changed every day. And all I knew was that I couldn't go to work and that I had to spend time with my family. And that's exactly what I did. And honestly, I really enjoyed every single moment to the point where you can even ask my fiance, I didn't even want to go back to work because I really just enjoyed just being home with my kids because since when does anybody get told that they have to stay home with their kids for eight weeks? And, you know, I just, we just took it and we ran with it. We, we got a little blow up pool and we've been outside playing in that. We'd go for walks. We just do so many things that we normally wouldn't do. And so I kind of think like going through this, a lot of people have to learn to let go. We really have no control over this. And I think once you've decided to let go, taking that extra step is like, is, it becomes 
easier because you might be be struggling now, but you're struggling because it, and it's nothing of your own fault. It's not your fault. You know, it's not my fault. It's not anybody's fault. So I think I think that has a lot to do with it. Being being told that we have to let go. You know, we have no choice. This is what they're telling us to do. We can't do anything else. I mean, that's so on point. And I think, you know, your resilience. When you go through times like this, I always say, you know, people look for the obvious, you know, know, the heartache, the, you know, not being in control. But there's so many blessings that come out of a situation like this. And you have to just be open to it. And I think you, your spirit was uh, a testimony to someone that said, look at, I'm going to embrace where I'm at. I'm going to embrace being with my family because that's a blessing. You know, we're not going to, your children don't stay young forever. So for you to have the extra time with them, in addition, while you were churning in your head of, okay, but where's my focus? Because I got to take care of me. I got to take care of this family. I got to, my fiance and I, we've got to, you know, we're a team. How am I going to be able to handle this? And I think by just letting go and let the universe speak to you in such a way, that's where all the different pieces of the puzzle just literally came together. Jan, what do you have to say about that? You know, I think sometimes the path to success as, you know, the way I look at it is sometimes it's unknown. Like you're, you're going forward, you know you're supposed to, and you have faith in yourself. But, you know, sometimes we let that fear creep in and catch up on us. And what I love about this story is the power of perseverance and knowing that okay, I'm going to take this leap, and you did it. And, and I look back on what you said about your journey thus far, and I see that it was written, but sometimes we don't clearly see it. So what I'm trying to, I guess, say in a roundabout way is there's a vision for everyone. You, If you feel that momentum, that need to create, if you feel that fear, and I might add, get nauseous from it, I do that when I'm making a big decision. That's when I know I'm doing it right. Like, boom. Boom shakalaka. Absolutely. And what we would love to do, would love to have the opportunity. Obviously, we're meeting tomorrow, but I would really love to do a follow-up podcast with you so our viewers can really see your journey probably in about two months from now and see where, you know, where this hard work, where this belief we had this no-quit attitude was you were just going to be all in. I'm sure our audience would absolutely love an update. Yeah, absolutely. I definitely would love that. Oh, that's so exciting. We cannot thank you enough for sharing sharing your journey, you know, sharing your heart and letting us into your home and, and just how you've been handling things. I'm so blessed and honored to, you know, I always say that, you know, people meet each other for a reason and we don't always quite know what it is at the moment. I, exactly. I have a clear vision of it now, and I'm excited for tomorrow's meeting. Jan, you got any closing words for Jess? Jess, keep doing what you're doing, and the momentum that you've created for yourself is going to have a ripple effect on those around you, with not perhaps not even knowing it, people that are going to be viewing this podcast on our Two Sisters page. I can't thank you enough, and... Gosh, bunches of successes for you as you open up. I Thank think you, you said you're welcome. Oh, Do you, you got to tell everyone uh, the name of your salon because it's so beautiful and the, and, the, and the reason behind it and also the actual location. We want everyone to know. 
Okay, so the name of the salon is Bellamani Spa, and uh, we came up with the name because our daughters are Gabriella and Isabella. Now, one of them is nicknamed Bella, but we couldn't do Ella and Bella together, so we just called it Bellamani, which means beautiful hand in Italian. Ooh. Isn't that, isn't that just, I get goosebumps every time she says it, the second time I've heard it, and I get goosebumps. Um, and it's located at 837 17th Street, Vero Beach, Florida. And um, I'm really excited. Well, oh. congratulations. <laughs> I can't wait to be at the opening on June Thank 15th. You. For anyone local, please reach out to Jess. I'm going to also put her information. I can attest that she she's a master of what she does, but she makes you feel like you're the only one in that seat. And it's a good Aww. feeling. Thank you so much. And I look forward to our chat tomorrow. Thank you. All I right. will see you tomorrow. All right. Take care. Thanks for joining us. You can just hit the leave button so you don't have to wait if you choose not to. That's fine. Jan, what did you think of all of that? Wasn't that like just very so crazy good? Crazy good. <laughs> very inspiring. And boom shakalaka. There's Absolutely. a lot of Absolutely. boom shakalaka in the air. There's and a lot of boom shakalaka birthday girl. I know. And I'm having some cake and ice cream today. Hello. Mm -hmm. That's so awesome. Yeah, yeah. you're going to have to uh, FaceTime me when you're doing that so I can be a part of that. I'll, I'll eat Absolutely. a carrot or something. <laughs> well, you know, here's the funny thing. Like, you know, I, I think I've mentioned this before about Klondike bars. We go through so many Klondike bars in this house, right? Right. Uh, between Gary and Poppy. And I bought, uh, gosh, I don't know, a month and a half ago, one package of Klondike bars, the mint chocolate chip. Oh, yummy. I think I told you I cut them sometimes in fours. Yes. I yeah. allow myself one Klondike bar a week. And if I don't have it, I can't, like, add it on to the next week. So I have, okay, out of that one box, I have four left. So what does that tell you? <laughs> how many boxes? How many are in a box? Six. Well, you've been doing j j just a little little snippet, and, and sometimes that's all you need. Mm -hmm. You know, we talk about health and wellness. Right. Um, I find that with, obviously, with gut health, you know, when you're filling in those nutritional gaps, you, you don't crave the same kinds of food. You still enjoy them. You just don't eat as much of them. And I think a Klondike bar is a perfect way of portioning it out. It's all about portion control. Still enjoying what we love to eat without not eating, you know, a tub of it. Right. <laughs> all yeah. about that. So you've got Eileen, you got Lini and Joe coming over. Obviously, Poppy's going to be there, and Gary. And I hope the weather is good. You know, obviously, we wish we could be there in person to give you a hug and a kiss. Mm -hmm. But I got a feeling we're going to see each other soon. Yeah, Look at, you know, the, air, the airline waves are working with me at the moment, <laughs> so we'll, we'll chat about that. So yeah, that sounds great. Thank you, everyone. You know, this is Sunday. We often talk about, you know, that we here we're in the midst of the weekend. And Sunday gets a bad rap sometimes, but Sunday is actually the first day. So if I could leave you with any of this is take what Jess said about really um, embracing where she's at, kind of putting it out to the universe and take a bet on yourself, take that leap. So while you may not be gonna be doing a big venture, opening up a business, you're still taking a leap on you. You are setting the tone for your week. So today is a great day to, you know, get what you got to get done, put your to-dos. What, you, what are your three most to-dos? So on Sunday, I put my three big business goals for the week, and then I have three big daily goals every week that are on a personal level. 
and I stick to them every single day. I make sure that I creep towards them a little bit more, but that is how I set my set my how I set myself up for success. How do you? So I think that would be the question I would leave for you. Take some advice from what you heard from Jess, and really apply it to what you're doing. But take a bet on you. But you got to schedule yourself. Are you willing to schedule your health and wellness, your mindset, to create a better version? That's what I'm going to leave you on this Sunday. Well said. And all I want to know is, and this has nothing to do with nothing, what would you do for a Klondike bar? Put the comments below. We want to, well, I want to know. What would you do for a Klondike bar? I like that. I kind of like that. I'm going to have to think about that one. Yeah. Hmm. Absolutely. So on that note, I want to thank everyone as always for tuning in. Thank you for all those who have liked and followed our Facebook page, Two Sisters and a Book. This is again a very big week for us. We have a big reveal on Wednesday evening. Lots going on with that. You don't want to miss it. So on that note, my name is Janice Melillo, aka The wellness diva and i am carol serene aka nani boss and we are two sisters and a book signing off but as she's signing off because you know we we talk about you know the way technology works i just want to add a little bit on our book reveal we have a book reveal event which jan already mentioned on may 27th make sure you come you can it's a virtual reveal you're going to see our book trailer you're going to hear a little bit about about our project grab a snack you know sit on the couch if you got to listen to it while you're doing taking a walk or whatever you're doing but you don't want to miss it it's going to be exciting news and we want you all to share in this joy to share in our journey thank you so much all right over now and once i click the button it's all over